This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. It is time for a look at books here on Koinonia. Joining us once again, Paul Batura from Focus on the Family. He's got a new book, Chosen for Greatness, How Adoption Changes the World. November is National Adoption Month. Focus on the Family is doing a lot with their daily program, you've heard. But uh, I'm just excited, Paul. This book couldn't be better timed, and obviously, Regnery Publishing and you and and everybody kind of uh, collaborated to do this. And I'm excited to extend our conversation. Last time you were on, we talked about reading and kids, and uh, how our moms were so instrumental in uh, our love of uh, reading. And in your case, well, well, I'll let you tell the story. Oh, well, it's great to be back with you, Tom. Thank you for the invitation. And yeah, we were just chatting about uh, our our mutual mothers, and I said that uh, I, I decided that I wanted to become a writer after I saw how much my mom loved to read. That's very cool. Yeah. That is very cool. Uh, tell me a little bit about your background and why uh, adoption and the adoption story is so important in your life. Sure. Yeah, this is a very uh, personal, heartfelt project. My wife, Julie, and I have had the privilege of adopting three children. Uh, They're now 11, 6, and 4. And so getting to go through that process and and seeing adoption as, for us, an incredible gift for many others, too, I just wanted uh, to put down on paper the stories of other adoptees because, you know, our children are growing up and they're getting to an age where they're uh, recognizing the fact that they're a little unique. Uh, Most of the children that they encounter are not adopted. But uh, I wanted to remind them that being adopted actually doesn't put you at a deficit. In fact, in some ways, it even puts you at at an advantage. Uh, And I looked at history to kind of make that case. And that was the, the the book is the result of that uh, that work. And we're going to talk about some excerpts uh, from the book, but I specifically wanted to start with, uh, and please forgive me for bringing up Christmas uh, just in the first you know week of November, but Joseph and Jesus that's the ultimate adoption story, and I we don't we sometimes forget that that's really what happened. I, yeah, you're absolutely right. When I was telling people about it, I, I got a, a few blank stares, even from people in my church. And I had to just remind them, look, Joseph is an adoptive father, and therefore Jesus was adopted. Uh, can you imagine the shock on Joseph's face when that <laughs> angel appeared to him and he discovered that he was going to be a father, an instant father? And for many adoptive fathers, I think they can relate uh, to that. And in your life in your life specifically, you, uh, uh, the three your three children you adopted at birth. Is that right? We did. Yeah. Each of them, uh, kind of unique uh, circumstances. Two were through people we knew. And then uh, uh, the middle guy was through Bethany Christian Services, an agency that we love and love to uh, refer people to. Well, let's talk a little bit about the book. Obviously, uh, you said as you started doing research to tell the stories, what are some of the stories that uh, uh, that brought to the fore and are in the book? Well, I'll tell you, some of the ones that really jumped out at me was, uh, I'll give you one just off the bat, is Nancy Reagan. Uh, Everybody knows that name, but I don't think most people would recognize the name Ann Robbins. Well, that was Nancy uh, when she was born. She was born in Queens, 
Um, she was born to a, a, into a pretty dysfunctional home. Her parents divorced very quickly, and she went to live with her aunt in Bethesda, Maryland, and wound up uh, eventually uh, reuniting with her mom after her mom remarried. And her mom remarried a neurosurgeon by the name of Loyal Davis. Well, Loyal Davis is a doctor uh, in Chicago. She takes the name Davis. And what's so intriguing about this story, Tom, is that when uh, the fact that she changed her name to, to Davis, she went by Nancy was her nickname. When she goes out to California and tries to land roles in Hollywood, there's another Nancy Davis out there who's on the communist sympathizer list. So they said, well, what are you going to do about this? And they said, well, you need to go talk to the president of the Screen Actors Guild (laughs) to settle this out figure this out. And which she did. And of course, the rest is history. That that was Ronald Reagan. I remember that story from from one of his uh, somebody telling his story. Right. And what occurred to me, and I had not seen this connection, was the fact that had Nancy not been adopted, had she not changed her name, she would have had no real reason to meet Ronald Reagan. And without Nancy, I don't think Governor Reagan would have been, and I don't think he would have ever become president. So it's this that was sort of the theme of the book is that God's hand is in the middle of all this. He is directing and orchestrating behind the scenes. You know, as we tell our boys, when it comes to God's sovereignty, there's no plan B. And the same goes true for those who have been adopted. Certainly. Chosen for Greatness, 16 uplifting and inspiring stories that show how adoption changes the world. Paul Batura is joining me from Focus on the Family. The book is on uh, Regnery Publishing, and uh, you can get it now. We're going to tell you all the details uh, at the end of our conversation here. In the news, uh, Faith Hill, Tim McGraw, they're uh, on a concert tour. Uh, Faith's mom just passed away. Uh, But they both have a great adoption story as well. They do. And, you know, what's interesting about Faith's story is that her, her mom and dad, uh, Edna and Ted Perry, uh, were uh, had two biological children, and they were struggling to have a third. They were um, wanting a third. But uh, Ted said to Edna, you know, I think maybe two rambunctious boys is enough. And Edna <laughs> said, no, I, I kind of feel like the Holy Spirit is telling us to pursue adoption, which they did. And um, uh, uh, Faith comes along. They wind up uh, obviously raising her in Mississippi. Um, Edna played such a crucial role in Faith's career, uh, even to the point where uh, when Faith finally made that decision to go to Nashville, uh, she called home one night and told her mom basically she wanted to quit. And Mm -hmm. her her mother said, did you always want to be a singer? She said, yes. And she said, well, just, you know, basically hang up the phone and get back to work. And so Faith said that was all she needed, and she went out and, and, and of course, it has achieved great things in the, in the music industry. That's, uh, that's really great. I, uh, there's another one here that uh, has a particular interest to me. I was not the greatest of students when I was in school. Spent a lot of time in the hallway, a lot of time in the principal's office, all those good things. But one thing I did like doing was book reports or biography reports, and one that I did was George Washington Carver. Uh, and I rem- and just seeing the title uh, in the book kind of brought back some fond memories, but tell us about his adoption story. Yeah, you know, Tom, I think most of us remembered that uh, history lesson. At least we remember maybe that George Washington Carver uh, found over 200 uses of the peanut or 100 uses of the sweet potato, which are incredible uh, things. But I, I never knew, I never remembered at least, the idea that George Washington Carver was uh, born into a slave family 
and was actually kidnapped as an infant. And his slave owner, uh, Moses and Susan Carver, went out to try and find him. Well, they wound up rescuing him from the bushwhackers who had uh, uh, stolen him and were looking to trade him away, brought him home, uh, brought him into their home, adopted him as one of their own, and gave him an opportunity unlike any slave at the time because he was not considered a slave anymore. He was considered one of their own children. Mm. And it was that foundation, you know, in essence, that led him to eventually work with uh, Booker T. Washington and achieve um, such great academic success and scientific success as well. Chosen for Greatness, How Adoption Changes the World by Paul Batura, our conversation with Paul today. 16 uplifting and inspiring stories that show how adoption changes the world. And we're going to hit you with one. Uh, I have at least five devices uh, in my possession. Well, not in my possession at all times, but pretty close to in my possession. Uh, The adoption story of Steve Jobs. Yeah, Steve, I love the story of Steve because it almost didn't happen. His um, adoptive parents were not um, his birth mother's first choice. Uh, She had chosen another couple, but they ultimately wanted a girl. And when Steve was born a boy, they said, no, thanks. Hmm. So Steve gets adopted by Paul and Clara Jobs. They're in the San Francisco area. Um, what is so remarkable in this is this is a great example of how important it is where we grow up and who we grow up around. Uh, the Jobs were a very solid family. Uh, his father was a mechanic who liked to tinker, uh, had a workshop in the garage, wound up going into lasers. Uh, of course, Steve was, was watching and loved to be with his father, loved to... Uh, work with his hands, but also in the neighborhood, there were people from Hewlett Packard and other uh, rising technology companies that Steve was exposed to. And Steve was, uh, in essence, learning all along. And I thought, how different would Steve's uh, life have been had he been adopted by a couple in Texas or somewhere else? I don't think he would have gone on to achieve what he did. And I know one of the quotes that he had said that my parents made me feel special. Yeah, he he tells this kind of heart-rendering story about being out with his friends, and when his friends found out he was adopted, they very coldly and, and harshly said, "Is that because your you know your real parents didn't want you?" And it was came as a blow to him because he knew he had been adopted, but it never occurred to him that that could even possibly be the case. He ran to his parents; they assured him, "You know, no, you know, we wanted you. We chose you specifically." And it said it filled him with such love, and he and he later went on to seek out to meet his birth mother because he said, "I'm just so glad that she didn't abort me." Mm. Amen. Isn't that true? Chosen for greatness: How adoption changes the world by Paul Batura. So many great stories, but uh, I want to finish up as we have just a few minutes left here, Paul. Uh, these are all great stories, but to the uh, to the point of National Adoption Month, you as an adoptive parent. Your lives as parents are changed through adoption as well. They've been; it's been changed in a remarkable way. It, it has. I, I could hardly say in a few minutes the changes and, and what it has meant to us. Uh, Julie and I, uh, you know, back in 2005 when we first welcomed our son Riley in, into our home, we stood in a church in Edmond, Oklahoma, with his birth mother and her and her family. And we had what was called a relinquishment ceremony or an entrustment ceremony. And she literally was praying over him and her tears were falling from her 
uh, eyes and onto his bald head. And it mm. was such a poignant moment. I've never, you know, I've been with my mom just prior to her death, but I think this was more profound to me, this idea. Uh, and it reminded me that adoption is, uh, there's two sides to it. There, there is the happy adoptive couple, but there is also the very difficult side of the woman who courageously decides for the good of her child to place him or her in another home. And it really is a humbling, humbling thing to remember. Chosen for Greatness, How Adoption Changes the World by Paul Batura. It's available, Regnery Publishing. Uh, Where can people get the book and how can they find out more if they want to pursue adoption? Well, thanks, Tom. Uh, You know, our um, Focus on the Family has a fantastic Wait No More program. Uh, Please give us a call at 1-800-A-FAMILY. And then the book is available uh, on Amazon uh, just by uh, searching under the title Chosen for Greatness, How Adoption Changes the World. Well, Paul, thanks for joining me for a few minutes here on Koinonia, uh, Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Really looking forward to uh, promoting this book throughout uh, all my means uh, because I, I love a great story. and You've got 16 great ones in this book. Thank you for your time. Oh, thank you. For questions or comments, please email Tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's Tom at faithtalk1360.com.